so gratitude does a few things. First, it it raises your emotional body, right? So I will now, we know that like attracts like. So if I'm angry, guess what? I'm going to get cut off on the road. Someone is going to rear end me or I lose my keys or like typically when you're in a grouchy <laughs> state, you're going to experience, that's just kind of the, the world that you attract. So raising your your emotional body to be one of gratefulness, thankfulness, love then that's going to be more of what you attract throughout the day. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, with us, we have Denise Walsh. She is a proud wife and mother, former clinical psychologist, motivational speaker, and multi-million dollar earning entrepreneur. But uh, I think the... Um, the intro, the, the presentation uh, that she did uh, for me a few minutes ago, I think it's, uh, it's even more uh, beautiful. And I will let her introduce herself and uh, let us know more about what she's been up to and uh, what she's been doing in the world. Denise? Hello. Yeah. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I have been a leader in the direct selling world in our company for almost 12 years. And it's interesting when you experience some level of success, people always started, they started asking me, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And so while I'm still consistently working my business and, and working with my team, I started creating products that could add value to my team and beyond and still allow me to pick my two boys up from school. So <laughs> how can I add value and still be an awesome mom? That's my goal. That's beautiful. And I think it's, I wanted you to, to say this because I think it's a really beautiful um, way of feeling successful. Like uh, the fact that you can be there for your kids, uh, I think, like I, I I totally resonate with that version of success, and uh, I think it's very beautiful that you mentioned it. It's it's funny when I I feel like I have a lot of value to add to the world. I have a lot of love to give. I have experience, and and with my psych degree and building our business as an entrepreneur, I've had to grow through my own glass ceiling time and time again. So I have a lot to say, and I have a lot of love to give. But I also have a family that I love too. And so I was trying to navigate how do I be good at both? I don't want to give up my career, quote unquote, to, to be a mom only. And I wanted to, I don't want to sacrifice my family for my career. So I feel like I'm, I'm trying to find a way to do both and, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I think it's, uh, it's a very important part of who we are, uh, finding the balance and the uh, Managing to also uh, find the time for for gratitude, for appreciating what we have, and I know that you you're really big on this too, on the fact that um, you you don't take for granted what you have, right? Yeah, yeah. I really do feel like 
we can love where we are and and really connect with the here and now uh, and still be excited about where we're headed. Definitely, definitely. So um, I know that you have some some interesting habits uh, that have to do with gratitude. Can you share a few with us? Absolutely. So I one of the the products that I've created this past year is called the Dream Life Daily Journal. And in this journal, this is again, kind of my morning routine and it's been my morning routine for years and years now, but I created it in a book form because everyone was asking, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And I realized that gratitude was a big part of my morning routine and a big part of quote unquote, what I do to experience success is really tap in And so every morning in my Dream Life Daily Journal, there's a space called Eyes Wide Open. And in this Eyes Wide Open section, I challenge us to take a look at the last day or so and see what was already working. See who, you know, what what lined up in our path that is exactly what we were looking for. And, you know, the, maybe the encouraging text that we needed at the exact moment, you know, where was God showing up for us already? Because I think so often our eyes are on what's not working, who is not working, what's not going right. And so in the journal, I challenge everyone to look at what is working and where God is showing up. And so I feel like in the mornings for me, that kind of puts me back in a place of everything is working out for my good. And everything is you know, like you're just like, okay, it's everything's good. It can be good. And then second to that is a gratitude game. And this is really fun too, because every day the gratitude game is different. And for example, I did my journal this morning and the gratitude game was called everything is awesome. And it challenged me to write out my daily itinerary, essentially like my to-do list, but do it with expectation that everything is amazing, awesome, working out exactly as planned or exactly what I need. And what it does is it just shifts my emotional body. It, it shifts my emotional body to, to be grateful and, and to be expectant of, the, of good things. And I find when I start my day off that way, I, that's what I get. Definitely. Definitely. The, the, the morning is, is so important and the way we wake up what we do uh, in in the first hours is is so important and uh, i love that that you mentioned that and uh, i love the idea of uh, making it into a game and playing because we love playing we don't love <laughs> we don't like as much to be uh, all serious and uh, um, go with something that is boring somehow. I think I think we are all, we are all kids <laughs> inside, and uh, it's important to bring that 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 part as well. And I love the fact that you that you've managed to to do that. And um, I'm also curious um, how you got to uh, to discover uh, gratitude at first. Like when did when did you feel the first time that you've actually lived that the feeling of gratitude not just the concept yeah Ooh. so there's been certain points in my life for sure that I felt like I was more attentive to this topic than others but the I I would say the major pivot point for me was a few years ago uh, we were headed to the top of our company 
we were, you know, business success was awesome, right? Things were, we were experiencing momentum and, <laughs> and people were signing up every day and it was amazing and super exciting. But in my personal life, it was probably the hardest personal life experience I'd had, uh, just relationship struggles. And, and I was in a place where I was, having to compartmentalize a little bit and be like, okay, now I'm working and I'm on and I'm excited and I'm going to put this, this, this upset to the side a little bit. And then, and, and it was confusing and I, and I didn't want to have this struggle anymore, but I didn't know what to do. And so I went into what I now call my war room. This was a few years ago. A movie came out called The War Room, and basically it ends up being like a prayer room. And for me, I have two little boys, and and doing my devotions and journaling and reading in the morning was like okay in my main living room, but a bit distracting when I need to get <laughs> juice and make pancakes and all of that. So I chose to get up even earlier uh, than than I was and prior to them getting up and I would go into a closet in one of our extra bedrooms and it's a walk-in closet that has a shelf on it that you would, you know, put sweaters or something. But what this allowed me to do was to leave my books out and it allowed me to write and, and tape it onto the walls. And I didn't have to worry about anyone coming to see it or I didn't have to clean it up. I could just go back into my war room every morning. Mm. And in this war room, Goodness, um, I feel like I wrestled um, emotionally a lot in this war room. I felt like I prayed. I asked for forgiveness. I asked to forgive. I, you know, I feel like when you're feeling hurt, it can be so easy to go down the rabbit trail of anger and bitterness and frustration and why and what if and all of those things that honestly we typically can't answer. And in the war room, I learned how to speak life into my world before I saw it. So I would claim victory over my family. I would I would look at what was working and, and you know, the love that I had and things that were working. You know, I really shifted my emotions in that war room. And I believe that because of that, my outer world began to change too. Mm. Uh, and Man, it was a, a healing experience from the inside out. And I believe that that emotional pivot and, and healing for me shifted me to understand the importance of gratitude first. Hmm. That's so interesting. And especially uh, taking into consideration the, the whole picture, I think I think it's quite uh, quite beautiful how you how you actually ex express this experience. Yeah, um, it, it's usually in in those kinds of moments when we when we discover at least that was my experience and uh, the experience of many others with whom I've talked with. Um, and it's really beautiful that we we were able to actually get get to that uh, feeling and to experience it and once you have that experience is is something that you want to repeat and to live again and again right yeah absolutely oh my goodness because it when you once you break through something like this because again it's the the trail of fear anger resentment that rabbit trail that we can go down versus 
shifting our emotions to the grateful, thankful, love, um, emotional side. I feel like we, I wanted to shout it from the rooftops and be like, oh my gosh, you can ex experience transformation yourself. You can do this. Life can change from the inside out. And that's part of where the journal was sparked from. Because again, people were asking me, what do I do? And I was like, I, I, I start here <laughs> because you can do all the successful things, but if you don't start in a centered place, connected place, it, it doesn't often do anything. And so, yeah, I feel like when I experienced that, that pivot, that transformation myself, I wanted everyone to experience their own. That's amazing. That's amazing. I totally know the feeling. It's it's one of the reasons why I want uh, to to make my vision a reality, to reach 100,000 people and to uh, get them to experience gratitude and to live it as much as possible in their life. But um, getting back to, uh, to our questions, I am really curious if you've uh, went into um, the part of gratitude that actually helps you uh, be free of guilt. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced that? Oh, this is a really great question because I I have my favorite gratitude quote is one that I think I made up. I don't know. I never heard it anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, I love where I am and I know where I'm going. Or another way to put it is I love who I am and I love who I'm becoming mm. because when I'm working with people who, and, and this was in the psychology world, I was a clinical psychologist for five years before becoming an entrepreneur and then working with my team and training and coaching and mentoring. What I find is that so many people are hesitant to set goals or to want more for their lives because they feel guilty. They feel guilty for wanting more. They feel like they should just be happy with where they are and content. And so there's this, this disconnect between growth and hitting goals or taking a step or, you know, whatever the next thing is for them and feeling like that means that they don't like where they are. And then they feel guilty uh, or they maybe they feel guilty for leaving people behind. Like, OK, if I mm. if I move or if I take a step, then I'm going to have to change relationships or maybe I'll be the first one in my family to graduate high school. And my my parents will, you know, my family members will not understand me or, you know, there's there's all of this. This I mean, it's kind of like um, invisible ties that we have that can keep us where we are. But guilt is a big part of that guilt of leaving people behind guilt of wanting more feeling like we shouldn't want more things like that. And I feel like when I harmonized that when I said, No, 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 me wanting to grow and me wanting to hit goals and me wanting to continue to, to level up myself has nothing to do with not liking where I am. And it has everything to do with with loving where I am and wanting to continue this journey. It was harmonizing gratitude and vision that really, again, allowed me to, to be content, um, to be at peace, to be filled with joy, but also to be intentional with my actions and with my relationships and where I'm, where I'm headed. And I think that guilt is one of the things that hold us back. And we, we, we can let that go and loving where we are is a, is a part of that. Hmm. 
I totally believe that. And it's so interesting that it's something that we do to ourselves somehow that, that we feel guilty and somehow we feel that this is helping other people somehow. And it's, and it's so weird. Yeah, it's, it is. You're, you're right. We think that me staying small or me just agreeing with you and you know what I mean? Like for some reason we feel like if we grow, um, other people will feel bad when in fact, it's quite the opposite. When we grow, we're inspiring everybody else around us. And and I think we do put on... The guilt is a little bit of self-sabotage sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's it's really interesting how, it, how this is in paradox with the fact that we actually love growing. Like, it's something that makes us happy. And this is not in spite of gratitude, but uh, like you were saying, uh, it's great being grateful for where you are and appreciating where you are. But the feeling of growing is amazing. Like we we just love it. I don't know if if, if this works for everyone, but I know that it's, it's my case. I, I love knowing that I'm getting better at things, that I'm growing personally. Uh, in my relationships it's just something beautiful about it right yeah me too I often wonder if I'm the only one so I'm glad you (laughs) as well feel this way because in my mind I feel like if I'm not growing I'm slowly dying you know my soul is dying and so when I'm challenging myself and learning new things and and growing personally I do feel like it adds it adds a ripple effect and it gives other people permission to level up and grow themselves. Exactly, exactly. I always think about nature when when it comes to harmony. And uh, when you think about nature, it's always growing, always expanding, right? Like it's always uh, getting bigger, the trees are getting bigger. Um, I don't know, it's, it's just expansion and i think that when we are in tune with nature we we're actually there we are actually expanding ourselves and that makes us feel good and it's it's the kind of uh, good feeling that that's natural and it's it's unnatural for us to to want to stop stop that growth for whatever reason right yeah i feel like when I was a clinical psychologist and working um, in those days, I found that most people were bored, you know, and they were going to through the motions of life, but they weren't. And I know I was there myself. I was bored and I was going through the motions of life and not actually engaged living for the weekends and kind of doing things I didn't want to do all of the time with no real goal in mind. And it was that experience that made me say, I just, I don't want to live that way anymore. I really want to live my truth and, and take a step. And even if it's scary and I don't quite get it and it's <laughs> uncomfortable, like I have to keep moving and growing. And I'm so grateful that I have because over the past 12 years, I mean, I've become, I, I people that see me from high school, they're like, who are you? I'm like, I don't know, but isn't this crazy? Like, <laughs> I really have grown so much and and I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't taken steps that might have been uncomfortable. Definitely, definitely. 
And um, in your growth, how how do you feel like, let's say, um, more to, to be more concrete about this? How do you feel gratitude has helped you grow? Like uh, getting from one stage to another and uh, getting to the success that you you've reached. Yes. So gratitude does a few things. First, it it raises your emotional body, right? So I will now, we know that like attracts like. So if I'm angry, guess what? I'm going to get cut off on the road. Someone is going to rear end me or I lose my keys or like typically when you're in a grouchy <laughs> state, you're going to experience, that's just kind of the, the world that you attract. So raising your your emotional body to be one of gratefulness, thankfulness, love, then that's going to be more of what you attract throughout the day. Secondly, it also unlocks your reticular activating system. So your reticular activating system is a part of the brain that filters what you see in the world. Essentially, we have thousands upon thousands of input every day, and our brain can only assess and it only filters what it deems important. So we basically see what the, our brain is feeling like is important to us. So how does it deem what's important? By what we're thinking about. So if we are experiencing more gratitude, if we're thinking about what is working, if we're thinking about how much we love where we are and who we are and all of the amazing things that are happening in our lives, then we are going to see it more in our daily life because our brain is filtering that as being important. So we're going to we're going to experience it. It just will start to compound on each other. So I feel like this is such an important part of our habits, our healthy successful habits because we 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 become what we think about. And so when we intentionally think about who we want to become and and have love and gratitude as being the base of that, then that is what's going to show up for us. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And it's so true because it doesn't mean that bad things aren't happening or that uh, we can't find things that uh, we can be grateful for right now. It's it's just like the, the things that uh, we are grateful for right now, it doesn't mean that they weren't there in our life, but we just take the time to notice. And uh, yeah, you, you've, you've put it beautifully. And... Uh, I was thinking that you you mentioned high school and uh, the transformation from high school to who you are today. If you could go back in time and um, tell your younger self something about gratitude, what would you tell her? Mm. You know, when I was in high school, I I looked uh, around to others for validation quite a bit. I, I really didn't trust myself. I I would look at what other people were wearing and be like, oh, I should be more like them. Or I would look at what other people were doing and, and, and I looked for external validation. And I would tell myself that I know, you know, to, I know, just trust, trust yourself, trust who you are and be confident in that. Because the throughout the years, the more that I've really owned myself in a sense, you know, owned who I am and taken steps and being and just being proud of who I am and what I love and not second guessing myself all of the time, the more the how has been able to show up, the more I am able to 
to bring in success into my life because I'm doing it in a state of confidence rather than a state of insecurity. And so I would tell my younger self, like, girl, just go do it. Like, you've got it. You've got everything that you need. You are exactly who you need to be. So own it and keep running. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's so beautiful. And I think we all go through through that period uh, when we compare ourselves to other people and we, we seek external validation. I, I Actually, I don't know if, if there is a, a way for us not to go through that. Do you have ideas on this? <laughs> yeah, no, I do think it is a kind of a part of the journey. Uh, yeah. Especially in this day and age with social media, it's so much easier to see what other people other people highlight reels and so goodness I can't imagine I mean I I just know that young people today are um, probably experiencing this even at an earlier age and so one of the things is the more that you know who you are the less you're triggered by other people because Mm. you know who you are so for example I have blonde hair if somebody were to say to me Denise you have green hair I would be like no I don't (laughs) because I know that I have blonde hair. However, if I have just gone swimming, sometimes my hair can get green if I swim in chlorine too much and I'm already second guessing myself and I wonder if it's looking green and oh my goodness. And then somebody says that that might trigger me. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. my hair looks green. I can't believe it. You know, so we're (laughs) often triggered by things we're already insecure about. So the, the stronger we can get in ourselves, like, who am I? What do I like? What brings me joy? What are my strengths? What do I want? And the stronger we can get in ourselves, the less invisible ties we have to other people. And so mm-hmm. when I was working with adolescents um, back in my psych days, that's what I would, I wanted them to know who they were. I wanted them to love who they were because I feel like then that can lessen the comparison game. Exactly, exactly. I think that's so beautiful that knowing yourself, knowing who you are is and the the, the idea of not having to to look into the to, uh, into the outside world to to get validation and to uh, for other people to actually uh, be okay somehow with who you are and, and things of this nature. I think this is so powerful and it actually makes you feel very confident and uh, it gives you the opportunity and the possibility to give more. And I think that's that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. You can't pour from an empty cup. And if you're spending a lot of energy wondering if you're good enough you know if 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 there's ever a thought that says I'm not good enough that it's like that's false that's not the truth and so I feel like we can spend a lot of time and energy on spaces that aren't really serving us and when you know who you are and you know what you want you can kind of plant your roots and and start to thrive and spend your energy on what will outpour and add value to the world exactly and this is this is actually why we are here right to to give our gift to the world to to do our best to make it uh more beautiful better to bring what we have and be generous and offer it to the world right yeah yeah i think so 
you know, when you, we all, we, for those that have done service projects or mission trips or experiences where they were able to give back, we know that we do that because we want to help others, but we also know that we leave even more filled ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so there's this give and take that happens within relationships and within the world that the more we serve, the better we feel. And it really, it is empowering. Exactly. Yeah. And by the way, you you mentioned relationships. Um, Who are the people in your life that you feel grateful for? Like the people that had uh, an impact uh, that changed the course of your life in one way or another? You know, one of the first groups of people that I think of are my youth group leaders. So I grew up in a, a Methodist church. And it was filled with love. I I went to youth group every week. We went on all these trips together and we served together and we went on, you know, we just experienced life together. And what was important to me about the youth group leaders that I had throughout the years of middle school and high school is that I honestly didn't need to use them for like a hard time. I didn't need to confide in them. I didn't need to, not one of them necessarily was the go-to person for me. But what I found was that I had adults all over my life that loved me. And they didn't have to, we didn't have to have a a deep conversation about life. They just showed up consistently Mm -hmm. and I felt loved by them. And looking back, I realized how important that truly was uh, because I knew it was more than just my parents. You know, I felt surrounded Mm -hmm. by a community of support. And at my wedding day, you know, there was a whole table of youth group leaders, you know, it was years and years later, but they were still showing up. And so I feel like there's been mentors throughout the years. Um, I've been trained with Jack Canfield and John Maxwell, and there's success leadership in this, in the world. But when I think about people that really helped ground me and, and support me, it was those youth group leaders that just kept saying, yes, you know, I'm showing up. You're important. Let's do life together. Wow. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Let's do life together. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes it's not a matter of be, having one thing said that's like changes my life necessarily. It was those that, yeah, I mean, we all want to feel so loved in community and I felt I feel like I felt that and I didn't know how important it was until years later hmm. that's so true that's so true and especially when it comes to gratitude we we feel most grateful for for the people in our life for um, the experiences that we have and the fact that they they are or they were there like like it's the case with children and uh Circling back to to the beginning of our um, interview, the fact that you you're able to take them to school and you're able to be there for them, I I think these kinds of things um, really make a difference and and I think it's it's really beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Relationships that are creating a community for ourselves and being that support to others. I mean, that's what life is all about. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So uh, we are nearing the end of our time together and I wanted to ask you, where can our audience find you? Where can they get in contact, uh, find out more about you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. It's the Denise Walsh, the Denise Walsh on Instagram and Facebook. And, and I'm, you know, those are the, probably the two places I spend most of my social media time, but I also have a YouTube channel called just Denise Walsh, where I upload consistently. I have my own podcast as well called Dreamcast. And yeah, my, my goal is just to consistently add value into the world. And I, and, and, and that's where I do it. So I do have a couple other, I do have a freebie for your audience, which is really fun. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So one of the questions, you know, of course people were asking me, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? So the journal is a part of that. And you can get that actually just on Amazon dream life daily journal but I have a free download PDF um, at denisewalsh.com slash action, denisewalsh.com slash action. You can get the Dream Life Action Planner. And what I have found is that a lot of times people will say to me, Denise, I want life to be different, but I don't know how, or I don't have any more time in my day, or how am I supposed to fit this in when I'm already overwhelmed and stressed? And so there's a lot of a lot of things that you will want to do together with that. But the Dream Life Action Planner just gives you a place to brain dump all your to-dos and then put them back on your calendar in a way that is actually helping you take steps in the direction of your dreams. So it's um, several pages long. It talks about, you know, a dream 10 life in all different areas, picking one to be your focus. And then how can you put things on your calendar that you know will take you in that direction? No, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for for being here with us and for sharing so many amazing stories and amazing uh, pieces of uh, knowledge that I think can really make a difference. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.